0: Hi everyone, welcome to Mission and Meaning, a monthly podcast that brings you inside the important mission-related learning and work happening around our Sacred Heart community. I'm your host, Ben Su, Director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Access, and a member of the Office of Mission, Culture, and Strategy here at Sacred Heart Schools Atherton. Each month, we'll bring you a different member from the school community to share about the ways in which they've been reflecting on and helping to deepen our mission. As we've been doing all season, we'll open up with a quote just to get us grounded, which we'll return to at the end of the podcast. So today's quote comes from a recently released publication from the Sacred Heart International Education Commission entitled Philosophy of Sacred Heart Education. The quality of relationships is central to our vision and educational practice because through the dynamics of mutual respect. One experiences being honored as a human being in whom the spirit dwells. The experience of being loved nurtures each person a sense of personal worth, a deep appreciation of human dignity and the value of creation. This perspective is essential to the work of transformation. We'll talk more about this quote as we close today's podcast, but today we'll be exploring how belonging is a key part of our athletics program. So for our guests today, I'm proud to introduce Jason Armstrong, the Prep Assistant Principal at Athletics, to share about how our athletics programs are an essential space through which students find community and belonging. So welcome, Jason, to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: For sure, Um, and I thought it might be a good idea um, whenever we have a guest, just to give you a chance to share a bit about your background. Um, for those of you who don't know you yet, you've been in this community for a long time and in different ways. So maybe going as far back as you can, what's your history with SHS?
1: Well, I actually go back to about 1984, I believe, when I took my my first year at the preschool at what was called St. Joseph's at the time. I remember my first kindergarten teacher being Carol Dizzuti, who still is a mainstay at our lower school now and such an impactful member uh, of our community. Attended St. Joseph's all the way up until 1996 when I graduated from the lower school. And at that time, sports played a significant role even in my life as a young student. Got to play four years of college baseball and then six years of professional baseball. And then the next nine years as a college coach before deciding to come back to Sacred Heart and step into the world of athletic administration, which is where I've been the last 6 years. I've had the opportunity in bits and pieces to work in a bunch of different capacities at Sacred Heart. I have a 5th grader here at the Lower Middle School and I'm a step parent to three graduates. From start to the present, Sacred Heart's been a mainstay in my daily life for probably 30 to 35 of my 42 years on planet Earth. So it is it is very near and dear to my heart and doing my best to, to pay every bit of it back to the next generation.
0: Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Jason. And one thing I find really cool and important is that you have so many perspectives of the school, both like historically, but all these different moments and roles in your life. And before we talk about the current athletics program and how that's helping students and what some of the goals are of the program, if you think about your time at Sacred Heart, were there ways that you found like community or connection or belonging through athletics here?
1: I grew up in a sports family. My, my mom and my sister are both really talented athletes. My sister was an Olympic level swimmer, but uh, pretty much my upbringing was outside and playing sports and getting to come to a, to a school. And my first introduction to sports was Jeff Reynolds. I cannot begin to emphasize the impact that he personally, even today, getting to work side by side with him, but how transformational that experience was, getting to kind of learn from him and develop a friendship with him as a young first, second, and third grader and get to look up to somebody like him who really transformed not just a specific sport, but introduced me to the beautiful nature of teen dynamics. Mm -hmm. I think that was something that has always stuck with me of not even necessarily the sport, but being around other people and getting to learn about teammates from different backgrounds and really different philosophies and different, just diverse across the board. And then all coming together with mutual respect towards a common goal was something that um, I knew, even though I didn't really know that that's what team dynamics were at the time i think i knew that i was drawn to it and learning the importance of treating people with respect and the importance of responsibility and accountability and all the things that we try to teach even now at the high school level were all things that jeff was a just a masterful educator at teaching young kids how to develop those life life lessons and life values so i think from such a young age and having A transformational experience getting to participate in lower school athletics and then getting to know Liz Hogan and Jamie Frank and Timo Barrera and Christian Melberg and uh, Andre Hayes and all of the wonderful people that they have at the lower middle school charged with really the same task of how to create belonging through sports. And I think they are excelling in that regard.
0: And I'm struck as you were sharing about how much relationships Mm matter, even for you as such a young person with an adult who you now get the chance to work mm-hmm. with, right? Those moments have really shaped the values, which you'll share more about mm-hmm. that you you brought with you. And I think when we talk about Sacred Heart, we talk about the importance of relationships and values, but we also talk about the importance of, of giving to your community, mm-hmm. right? Whether your school community or the wider community or a community you haven't yet met. And that's just really important to our school. And as you've come back, serving a variety of roles, but now being in administrative role as assistant principal of athletics at the prep, I'm wondering, What are some of those goals? I know we've had a chance to talk and you've had a chance to share in other spaces, but what are some of those goals that you're bringing with you to the athletics program? Mm
1: -hmm. For me, it's getting back to the basics of what role sports play in a four year experience here at Sacred Heart. And, you know, I I really believe that our athletic experience should be an extension of the classroom Mm -hmm. and teaching those same life lessons that are taught in the classroom, but this is really an extension and another way of doing accomplishing the same the same goal. So I I think I have a lot of different perspectives on how to execute this vision that I'm hoping over time will kind of take shape and really executing the mission of school with the goals and criteria at at, are at the core of everything that we do through sports.
0: Yeah. And one thing we had the chance to chat about in other moments is Expectations, Mm -hmm. right? Our student athletes, they might have certain expectations, both out of their experience being an athlete Mm -hmm. or even expectations of what being an athlete might lead to. Mm -hmm. Their parents also bring a set of expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that you've been able to share with me is the importance of making clear or aligning those expectations or the vision you and others have of the athletics program. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say is a clear goal of the athletics program in terms of belonging?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question. And it's absolutely something that I think about probably too much. But I think I've learned a lot in my year and a half. And at the forefront of that is being transparent about the work that we do and why we do it. And so I think to your point, making sure that we are all after the same goal but aligned in how we get there for this for the best yep. of the student athlete. So, I would say simply put, it is alignment and I think in reflection over my year and a half really having a dedicated effort as to how we are going to do that has become clearer and clearer. Ultimately, we are looking out for the best experience of every child and I was very transparent with families, and I I will forever be transparent that high school sports, especially in our area and especially at Sacred Heart, have become very high stakes. There's a lot on the line, whether it be awards and accolades in high school and All-America status and All-League and Player of the Year's, and there are scholarships on the line. And there's a pull from the college ranks. where an area that we excel every year of sending record numbers of our student athletes to college. Last year we sent a school record 31 kids of our senior class to to play college sports, but with that success also becomes heightened expectations of what role that being the goal of playing college sports and how that impacts our day-to-day as an athletic department. And so rather than shy away with it, just being very clear with our community that playing college sports is not our primary purpose for why we have our sports programs, that we believe in a very process-based approach, a day-to-day approach that's student-centered. We are very fortunate to have administrative support from Mr. Dioli and the board and Dr. Whitcomb and everybody who really values the the role that sports play here at Sacred Heart. We don't concern ourselves with a an end goal that we really have no say in. We, we don't decide whether kids get recruited or not, but we firmly believe that if we look after the best interests of all of our student-athletes mm-hmm. and we throw the power of all of our incredible personnel and resources behind each one of them, that over the developmental process of four years, that they will be the most recruitable Outcome anyway,
0: And I really resonate with that and, and appreciate that both as the school's director of diversity, equity, mm-hmm. inclusion, and access, but prior to my being in this position, I was an English teacher at the high school. And for our young people, things can feel so high stakes, mm-hmm. right? There's so much pressure to achieve through their grades, through their test scores, through athletics. And we need to help students like develop a good sense of self mm-hmm. to be able to love themselves, whatever the outcome is, yep. right? To be able to care for others. And something I used to share even with my ninth graders when I was teaching here, I recognize like all these pressures mm-hmm. and I recognize this larger system we're playing in. And I can't change that system for right. us. But I want you to at least know I recognize that's there. And I want you to know that or I hope you can like trust in me that through this process we'll get there. But also know that the most important thing for me is that we have a classroom in which you can feel safe, in mm-hmm. which you can explore, and that you'll grow and you know someone's looking out for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. And I think you the one word that you just said is so relevant to, I think, all relationship building, trust. And I think we hold that trust, that bond, very, very sacredly. And, and knowing that We're dealing with 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds that sports may be an outlet for a lot of them for good or bad, and we need to honor that and make sure that they have a good experience. And uh, as you alluded, there's a lot of factors that are outside of our control, but we do the best to make sure that we execute our mission and vision every day, and that is really teaching life lessons through sport and building community through sport.
0: I'm wondering in your time here, are there any like anecdotes that you can share where you felt like there was some kind of transformative moment or experience either for a specific student or Mm -hmm. for
1: a, a whole team? Sure. I honestly think we live that every day. When you have 450 student athletes who are involved in your sports program and 90 coaches all looking out for the well-being of these kids, the needs tend to shift from program to program. And so whether it has been bringing in a incredibly well-experienced female strength and conditioning coach to allow our female student athletes to be more comfortable in the weight room, or whether it's one of our girls teams really reaching out and wanting to be involved in team building activities and what opportunities there are to bring in sports psychologists and mental Mm -hmm. skills training and or our boys lacrosse program is looking into mental skills training as well. And so we're able to do that. It's on our mind to always do right by our kids. And so making sure that they have the resources to the extent that we can make them feel supported and really at the end of the day, feel confident because that's ultimately, I think one of the beautiful things about sports is you might, and I was a absolutely a byproduct of that. Yeah. I think I gave off that I was a very confident, good baseball player. And when in reality, I was not confident at all. Mm. And so having a safe space and coaches that I had to be able to trust that I could open up to them and tell them I am not confident, I may come off as confident, but here are the, way, the areas that I'm struggling, whether it be performance related or psychologically or emotionally, and then having people in my corner who I knew would try to help, I think, is something that I valued greatly from. And it's something that we really try to do on a daily basis to to really help and develop our kids over the course of four years so that when whether or not they play a sport in college, they are fully prepared and ready and confident to be impactful members of society, really. Thank you for all that work. Something we've chatted about even as we we're planning for this podcast,
0: mm-hmm. it's right there are some challenges to belonging. Mm-hmm. Something we've talked about is there's a larger achievement culture, high stakes, and sports as it is 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 competitive. Sure. And that's not only when you're playing against your opponent, but the need to try out mm-hmm. for for a team. And I think rather than like shying away from that topic, mm-hmm. I'm wondering about ways in which the department has approached that challenge that for example not all athletes who might want to play on a sports team might not have that opportunity. There are limited spots, right. but are there ways that you still help them feel like they belong or to get involved?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's the unfortunate reality of having limitations on number of rosters and number of teams. And we have quite a few programs where that are just very popular for kids to participate in, basketball being one of them, soccer being one of them. Unfortunately, with roster limits, not Every kid gets to participate. And as hard as that is, it's kind of a tension point right there of I want to create an experience where everybody gets to enjoy the sports experience and learn from it. Yet because of the ground rules, not everybody gets to experience that. So it's something that we've thought about as a department a lot. And we've tried to figure out what we can do even if a student athlete gets cut and sometimes that means allowing that student to participate in a non-cut sport i think that's one thing that we've really tried to work with multiple teams on making sure that if a student does get cut from a sports team and there is another sport that they are interested in in the same season that they still have the opportunity to join that no-cut sports team and experience that athletic environment for the rest of that sports season. Another thing that we've really worked a lot on, and we're looking at team managers because our athletic programs have grown to a degree where we always need support, Mm -hmm. whether it be... With video analysis or team communication or travel logistics or equipment, there's just so many things that a coach can't do on his or her own. So bringing in team managers from outside of the student athlete pool has been something that... I think has been really an impactful journey for a lot of our our new team managers we are just going through this for the from the first time. They feel like they are a part of the team and we honor them on senior day. That's right. And so they they truly feel like we are one department and one program and when we get to honor them on senior day and see the relationships that they've built, they've developed despite not technically being on that team's roster, it's it's very special.
0: We all work and play and have relationships within these larger structures and systems. And we might not ever get things perfect and Mm -hmm. even conditions change, Mm -hmm. but just that continual effort of reflecting, wanting to improve, creating spaces. And also something that Kate and I talked about, I think in our first episode for the season is often we think about belonging as in, like I'm here, what is the community giving to Mm me? But really important about like thriving as a human being is am I able, to give something to the community Mm -hmm. in in a way that I know the community is going to value and where I'm going to have an effect on the community. Like basically, am I receiving love and am I able to love others, right? right? Like that's what it means to belong. And I really appreciated when you were sharing about team managers. Mm -hmm. Young people might not be able to give in one way, but they're able to give. And -hmm. and maybe even in ways that are so impactful to them and even creating, just celebrating their contributions at the end of the year too, Mm -hmm. So I think is super important. Yeah. So you've shared, Jason, about acknowledging different people's expectations of mm-hmm. athletics at Sacred Heart, but also about being explicit and aligning those expectations. And I know something that you and others have been working on over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. at least, is something called Uphold the Standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if you could share that with our audience.
1: Sure. This was something that I, I've i thought about kind of my entire coaching career and now as an administrator of trying to build something motivational, something clear, something concise, but something that addresses expectations in a way that I want students to be able to understand it and I want them to be able to rally behind it and not be fearful of it. And so the process of developing what is now referred to as upholding the standard, it kind of took on an organic growth of its own throughout last year and working with a lot of the teams. It kind of all just came into place of what the criteria was, and then just thinking of a name, and one of the players talked about, well, what about upholding a standard and setting a standard? And so standard became the footprint of kind of the motto that – as I, I slept on it and once it came to me, it, I knew that it was the right motto. And what I love about it is it kind of pays homage to the past, present and future and just helping kids find perspective in why and how we are to conduct ourselves. It's all about teachable moments. So it's not gonna be a straight road for, for a lot of students when they veer off this is a clear and easy way for me to reset what the expectation is. And I can just read them to you. Yeah, um, I think that'd be great for audience sure, to hear. Sure.
0: Um, whether it's just a couple of them
1: or yeah. the whole list. Yeah, yeah, sure. So basically, what is upholding the standard? It's approaching our academics and ensuring that it plays a primary role in our experience here at Sacred Heart. It's ensuring that the mission of the school remains at the core of everything we do. It's how we conduct ourselves on and off the playing field, the court, or in the pool. It's how we treat all members of our community with love and respect. It's how we appreciate all those who have supported us and helped us to get where we are today, as we certainly did not get here alone. It is how we interact with our teammates and coaches to ensure that everyone feels valued. And it's making sure that you bring honor to the name of the back of your jersey as much as the name on the front. And so I think just being able to keep it to those criteria and, uh, again, just a past, present, and future vision because I I think that's one of the beautiful things about our history of Sacred Heart, of helping students kind of pull out of their shell and and think about how we, not only them individually or how we as a department got to where we are today is very important. And I think honoring all of those people who helped us get there is equally as important. And then I think really just being a good person and respecting other people and treating other people with kindness And as you look ahead to make sure that when you leave Sacred Heart, that you left this place in a better place than you found it.
0: Yeah, And as you read those, what I was struck by is the emphasis uh, on relationships Mm -hmm. and responsibility to one another, not for you to kind of assert your needs Mm -hmm. or even your belonging but to really look out for the belonging of other people, mm-hmm. right? that you're represented at the school, that you care for the school community, that you take care of one another. What I'm sensing from that, which is when we do that, we'll be okay because right. other people are also taking care of us. Now this connects well with what we've chatted about all these pressures and expectations mm-hmm. on on people. They can redirect some of that in the care of others, which in itself is kind of a really important skill, but also just a really important part of being human. Mm-hmm. That they can also begin to trust. You know what? Other people are going to be here for me, right? Right. I don't have to be the only one like fighting for myself, whether on the field, the court, the pool, right, or in the classroom. Yep. But that people have my back, mm-hmm. which is, I think, definitely what our young people need. Absolutely. And I think this might be a good moment to maybe close out the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to read the quote that okay. I opened with, and I, maybe in closing, I want to ask you as I read that, what resonates with you? Right. Okay, and again, this comes from a recently released document from the Sacred Heart International Education Commission. The quality of relationships is central to our vision and educational practice because through the dynamics of mutual respect, one experiences being honored as a human being in whom the spirit dwells. The experience of being loved nurtures in each person a sense of personal worth a deep appreciation of human dignity, and the value of creation. This perspective is essential to the work of transformation.
1: When I read this, I think about our coaches and really knowing that each one of them at their core tries to execute exactly that. I mean, a lot of our sports coaches are with our students more than teachers more than siblings maybe even more than parents so i think their bandwidth to help in that transformation they have a lot of opportunity and i think knowing that each one of our coaches is in it for these exact reasons makes me feel like we are doing a good job at its core teen dynamics it all runs based on relationships and the more that we as an athletic department can provide good experiences and love and support and all the things that we've talked about that are core to the experience, then I think that transformational growth is evident. So I think this quote is a perfect representation of what we try to do on a daily basis. And I am fully a byproduct of the Sacred Heart Schools Network. I mean, really, yeah. it, it has transformed me. It's It's molded me to who I am today, the experiences I've had, the people that I've, I've got to meet, it's made me who I am today. And so being able to reflect a lot on how fortunate I am and how lucky I am and how much I love this community. And like I said, I'm not perfect. We are not perfect, for but sure. I think we all know across the board within our entire community that we're all after the same thing, which is providing a transformational experience yeah. for our kids.
0: All right. Thank you, Jason, for being a guest for all the work that you and others in the athletic department have been doing for our kids, but even just for our, our, our entire community. So I know a lot of people have a lot of love
1: for you in the department. Well, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here, and I hope we get to do it again. For sure. Let's find another moment. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And this concludes another episode of Mission and Meaning. Make sure you're subscribed. We do release new episodes each month. If you have any questions or thoughts, please reach out directly to me, Ben Sue, at bsu at shschools.org or contact the Office of Mission, Culture, and Strategy at omcs at shschools.org.